Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Yep, this is going to be another single episode, folks. I just want to share some things that God has really laid on my heart this morning as I record this podcast, and I feel like there's some reason I need to speak this on the heels of last week's podcast where we talked about no margin, no mission. So if you're worn out or overwhelmed, uh, go check out last week's podcast uh, called No Margin, No Mission. I hope it will be a blessing to you. I've already gotten some good feedback from several people, uh, even someone who joined the Facebook group because of hearing the podcast. So we welcome you to the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group. If you haven't joined, feel free to search and find it, and then make sure you answer all the questions. We expect leaders to answer the questions, and so please do that. We want you in our group, but we also want to make sure that we are communicating everything that we value to you as you join. This week's episode is sponsored by RestoringLeaders.org, which is a new ministry that just officially launched back in January. This is my passion project. This is something that God has led me to do. So yes, it is personal for me. But I've seen far too long too many leaders who have, who have tapped out of ministry because of overwhelm, because of unmet or uh, heavy burdens of expectations, broken expectations, uh, being blindsided, budget cuts, so many reasons, discouragement, isolation, just overwhelmed, uh, not equipped, not supported. There are lots of reasons why people quit uh, ministry altogether, and it's broken my heart. Uh, and I, I felt God leading me to say to so many people, I'm here. I want to stand in the gap. In fact, my word for this year is stand. And I believe that's what God wants me to do is stand next to any leader who is willing to say, I need someone to walk with me. And so Restoring Leaders is a ministry that provides one-on-one -on -one coaching, mentoring, uh, someone to walk a journey with you through the hard seasons. And that's what we do. We don't charge anything for it. It's a donation-based ministry where you pay in what you can afford, donate what you can afford, because the more you give, the more you can help someone else who can't give it all. But we're here for you, and we want nothing from you. We just want to be here for you. So if you know of a hurting leader, if you know of somebody, send them to restoringleaders.org, uh, which is our website, or have them check out our Facebook group. And you're welcome to check out our Facebook group. We do some live teaching. We just did some live teaching recently about mindset, balance, and pace, and boundaries. And so that teaching is still up and available, and uh, you can watch it there in that Facebook group. There's more to come over there. But again, if you're struggling, if, you're, if you know someone that is struggling, if you need a break, check out Restoring Leaders because not only do we do that, but we have some retreats coming up. We have a beautiful retreat in central Northeast Ohio that is at a bed and breakfast in Amish country. It is beautiful and it is open to couples. Uh, and it's four days to, to unplug and to learn to be a child of God again, to find that passion again, to refocus, renew, and restore. 
And so if you want more information, it's there on the website as well. And we're going to be launching some courses that are more self-paced. You can even do your own self-paced retreat as well. So those are all coming very soon at restoringleaders.org. The reason why that ministry is the sponsor of this week's episode is because I've titled this one Behind the Smile. As many of you know, recently, uh, Naomi Judd uh, lost her battle with mental illness. We don't know all the details of her passing, but it doesn't take one much detective work or thinking to figure out what happened. And it's heartbreaking. She had a beautiful smile. She was a beautiful woman who had a beautiful voice and a beautiful talent and a beautiful love for others. And yet, behind the smile, there was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of pain. And I think for a lot of children that we're ministering to, a lot of parents that we're ministering to, that same thing is happening. There's a lot of hurt behind the smiles. And so I want to challenge you as leaders. Are you looking behind the smile? I think it's more important than ever. And we're going to be having some guests on. Uh, and if you haven't heard the episode with Kirian Hayes, we talk about some of this hidden trauma that is happening with anxiety and fear and some of the hurts that children are carrying. We need to look behind the smiles. Not only people like Naomi Judd, but we've seen pastors, what we call celebrity pastors, big mega church pastors, walk off stages after preaching messages only later and a few days later to end their life. What was going on behind the smile? Depression, darkness, isolation, so many things that drove them to a place of hopelessness. And yeah, we're seeing it in children too. And we're going to see ripples of that trauma of the past, this pandemic and what it's caused with wearing masks and hearing parents and people argue over vaccinations and, and masks and, and, and quarantines and all of these kind of things. They ripple down to our children. And so behind those little smiles can be someone who's hurting. And if we don't take time and if we don't have our teams taking time to know who we're serving, we could experience some of the darkness that comes from what happens behind the smile. There are many, many reasons. Like we, we, we all know, you know, mental illness is real. Anxiety is real. Fear is real. And they're serious. And so I want to challenge us today, all of us, all of us, myself included, I'm a volunteer in a local church, to start looking behind the smiles, to get to know those who we serve. You know, we need to challenge all of our small group leaders, all of our people to look deeper, not just to focus on the curriculum or the program or the singing or the environment. We need to know the people we serve. We need to know what's going on in their worlds. I'm an old school pastor. Uh, I learned from a shepherd. My dad was a shepherding pastor. He shepherded his flock very, very well. I learned how to go on visitation and go check up on people that were missing. It wasn't an intrusion back then, and I still don't think it's an intrusion now. In fact, I think it would blow people away that you cared enough to stop by their home 
or stop by their sports field and say hi. You know, I get a little creative with my visitation uh, as a as a pastor. I'll go to the sports games and I'll go to uh, the performances and the band concerts and the plays and the dance recitals and the piano recitals. Even if it's only for 10 or 15 minutes, the fact that I'm there, I'll never forget when a young man, a young boy, actually, he was like 10 or 11, uh, but he was a boy I was trying to reach. And I was starting to get to know him and I found out he had a passion for hockey playing. And so I found out from his mom that he was playing uh, on a weekday. And so I checked out of the office and drove 45 minutes and, and got to the arena and he was warming up and I yelled out his name uh, as I came down um, from, from the stairs and he about crashed into the boards. The, but the smile on his face was huge. He was so excited. He actually threw me a puck um, over just like the pros do. <laughs> if you're a hockey fan, you'll get that. But it was a big deal for him. And you know what? His mom said, what a powerful thing it was that I showed up. And, you know, that kid still messages me periodically. He's not a kid anymore. He's a young man. He's playing college hockey. <laughs> but it's kind of cool because I got to know him. But I also got to know that he had some struggles. He had some hurts in his life, but you know what? He confided in me because he knew I cared and I saw behind him. I saw behind the smile. We've got to get to know people and it's going to take creativity and it's going to take more than just us because you can't reach all your kids. Even those of you that serve in smaller churches and you only got three or four or five kids, you, you need to widen the circle. We'll talk about that in a, in a minute, but you need to start watching for, for kids as, as they're smiling to look into their eyes and know that, is there something going behind the smile? Is there something going on behind the smile? And if you notice it, then that's where you really got to get involved. You got to get others involved. So let me, let's talk about, because we all know this is a problem. We all know it's going to be a problem. It can be a problem. So what do we do? Well, you got to know who you serve. I've said that many times already, so I won't beat that one. I will say we've got to widen the circle. We need to give them more adults in their life who care. Now you say, oh, but I, don't, I can't get volunteers to do anything right. Well, you know what? It's time to vision cast a bigger vision. I was talking to Larry Fowler, and he'll be on the podcast here soon. Uh, I'm working on trying to get him scheduled, but uh, he does a lot of ministry with grandparents. And I asked him specifically, how do you get people, how do you get those senior citizens who say, I've already served? And he said, well, the reason why they said it is because they've lost their vision for the next generation and they feel like they're useless or that it's moved beyond them or that they can't jump around and dance around and be wild and crazy. And so therefore they're not needed in the children's area. But you know what? Kids need grandparents and grandparents have a knack for seeing behind smiles. My grandfather always did. My grandmother always did. <laughs> My mom is now a grandma and she does. They know how to see behind the smile. So I want to challenge you. Don't write off senior adults. Show them a vision that we need you right now. They have a gift of life experience and they need to step in and adopt kids that aren't even their grandkids in the church. Give them an opportunity to widen the circle there. 
widen the circle with other adults, your small group leaders, your Sunday school teachers, and challenge them to show up outside of church. Challenge them to pay attention to the kids they're serving. Make notes. Keep a, create a system where they can keep track of things that are going on in kids' lives. It's important. You have to know people in order to serve them. So give them the vision. Explain to them that there's too much at stake right now for them to sit on the sidelines. Another thing that we can do as leaders is teach God's truth. Teach that God is the one that children need to turn to when they're hurting, when they're sad, when they're alone, when they're struggling with anxiety. That God can be the peace that rules their hearts and minds. That God can keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. The old King James used to say, still says. We need to help children go to scripture. Look at the Psalms. Look at how David cried out to God. Psalms 55 says this, listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me and I am distraught. At the voice of the enemy and the stares of the wicked, they bring down suffering upon me and revile me in their anger. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death assail me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror is overwhelming me. Oh, that I would have wings of a dove, that I could fly away and be at rest. You know, there's a lot of kids that feel that way, that sense that in their spirit, and they just want to get away from all the noise. Well, create a place of truth in your space where they hear God's word spoken confidently to them, that God will be their rock and their fortress and their deliverer, that he promises in Hebrews 13, 5 and 6, I will never leave you or forsake you. I will always be your helper. Teach God's truth. Get God's word in their hands and in their hearts. It's time to go old school again, folks. You ought to have Bibles in your small group time. You ought to have your groups, even for a few moments, every week, opening up the Word of God. There's power. There's life change. There's transformation. Faith only comes by what? By hearing. If kids don't hear the Word of God, how will they change? How will they know there's hope for anxiety and isolation? How will they know they're not alone in this world? That God truly cares for them. This is part of our commission as leaders of children. I want to challenge you. Get God's word in your children's ministry. Don't just put a verse on the screen and expect them to retain it. Challenge them, encourage them to grab a hold of it and to learn it, to apply it. Give them space to process it and to wrestle with it. Don't give them all the answers. Let them discover the truth. You know that you remember things so much better when you've learned it yourself, when you've put your hands to it. Well, let kids do it. It will help them mentally and emotionally to dig into God's word. Now, I want to wrap up this podcast talking to you as leaders. 
There's a lot of leaders who feel alone right now. There's a lot of leaders who feel overwhelmed right now, who are worn out. Some may be considering, am I worn out or am I burned out? And yeah, there's a difference. There are seasons where we run so hard, we're tired physically, emotionally, mentally. <laughs> you know, those are pre-Bible school and after Bible school weeks. Yeah, <laughs> you get it. But there's, there's just a lot of overwhelm and tired and exhaustion from all of the pandemic. And I know we're talking about it a lot, but are we doing anything? Are you connected with other ministry leaders and looking behind their smiles? Are you looking at your volunteers and looking behind their smiles? Are you letting anyone look behind your smile? I want to challenge you, even if you're in a small church, you need to find someone to talk to, someone to connect with, someone that you can let look behind your smile. And there's no excuses for this. There, there, if you're making excuses, you're listening to the enemy and he's whispering those excuses into your ear and you need to rebuke it and let it go. You need to move and run from it. Because God doesn't want you to sit in there. He doesn't want you to ruminate over those negative excuses of why you can't let anybody in your world. Why you don't have anybody close to work with. You can't do ministry alone and you shouldn't do ministry alone and you know it. I, for too many years when I was serving in a real small church of 150 people, thought I was the only one that cared. Well, part of it was, is I kept making excuses of why I wasn't asking people in person because I already made excuses for them to say no. And when I started actually asking people, I got yeses. I got help. See, God sees that we've got our arms raised up and just like Moses, our arms start to fall and he raises up people to come along and lift up our arms. You have to ask. You have to ask the father, but then you have to go ask people, but they will come and don't make excuses because they can serve if you'll let them. But listen, some of us are smiling and we're saying, oh, I've got this under control. I'm doing all right. I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. But you're not. And I want to challenge you with four things as I wrap up this podcast. And I know this is a little heavier podcast than normal, and I'm sorry, but for some reason, God just put this on my heart this morning, and I have to share it because I want to end up with some encouragement. I want to help. But first, I want to encourage you, get a circle of friends outside of ministry. Now, they can be other ministers, but get them, out, get them outside your circle. I am so thankful. I have a group of men who have been in my life for many, many years. They are what I, I consider the few of my closest friends, and I don't have very many close friends. I've moved too many times to really build relationships, sadly, but I have friends everywhere I go, but I don't have any intimate friends like I have for these friends, these men in my life. They are my circle. They are my group. They are the ones that I can be real with, and they know what goes on behind my smile. And I know what goes on behind theirs, too. And I'm thankful for that. So get a group, even if it's one or two. You don't even have to have five. Just get one or two people in your world who can look behind your smile and make sure that you're doing okay. And that if you're not doing okay, you can say, hey, I'm just, I'm just not doing well today. You got to have those people. You need those people. 
If you don't have somebody, you're alone and that's dangerous. That's a big red flag for you. And maybe this is why the podcast is for you this morning. Because you need to hear this or whenever you're listening to this, you may not be listening to it in the morning. So it's morning where I'm recording. You need to also find a healthy rhythm. Are you living and leading in a healthy place where you're living and leading in a restored way? If you don't know what that is, if you're constantly in the overwhelm, if you're constantly in the chaos, even with a task list, you can still be overwhelmed. Even with a to-do list that's full and organized, you can get overwhelmed. I've seen a lot of people who are high task list, task-driven people burn out because they're, they don't give themselves any margin on their lists. Make sure you're living a healthy rhythm. If you don't know how, reach out for some coaching. Find somebody to help you with this. Whether it's me uh, at kmccoach.net, you can go and I can walk with you on rhythm and calendaring and all that kind of stuff. Or maybe you need to consider going on a retreat uh, and taking four days at a Restoring Leaders retreat. Or you need to take some extended vacation or uh, guard your Sabbath better. You know you, you know the pace of your ministry, but don't make excuses for running unhealthy. It's dangerous and it can affect what's behind the smile. I want you to make sure you have proper priorities. We say God, family, ministry, but does your calendar prove that out? Does it? Have you asked your family? I am married to my wife not the church. I even said it in my book, uh, Valleys Over Mountains, that if you're in a place that demands you give up your family for the ministry, you need to get out of that place because that is not a healthy place. That's toxic and it's not biblical. You are not married to the church. You are not to sacrifice your family for the church. Jesus, <laughs> family, ministry. Keep the proper priority. Last, make sure you're getting healthy rest, proper rest. Guard your day off. Stop cheating it. Because trust me, it can ruin what's behind the smile very fast. When you're tired, when you're worn out, you don't make good decisions. You just don't. You'll wander into areas of, of, in your thought life, in, in your attitudes, in your relationships that you find you're, you shouldn't be. If you're not rested, the overwhelm and the pace will destroy you and eat you alive. I've seen it happen personally and professionally with those that I coach in restoring leaders. Leaders shouldn't burn out if they're walking and leading and living in a restored way. And it's possible. I, I found it. I, I'm, I'm living in a pace that is so good right now and so much better than it used to be. Um, if you need help, reach out. I want you to look behind your smiles. I want you to look behind the smiles of those you serve. I want you to look at the, the woes that you lead. And let's do better, gang. Let's honor God because the scripture says in Colossians, whatever we do in word or deed, 
we're to do it for the glory of God. There's nothing more important to our Heavenly Father than living and leading in a way that when we're behind the smile, there's the glory of God radiating. He doesn't want us to burn out for him. He doesn't want us to be isolated. He doesn't want us to live in fear or anguish or hurt, depression. God doesn't desire any of those. Those are all part of the curse. And we as restored people, as renewed people, as redeemed people can and should live differently. But we have to be on guard. We have to guard our hearts. We have to guard those that we lead. That's what he calls us to be as, as shepherds. So shepherd your flock. Shepherd those lambs. Lead the sheep in the right ways. Again, if I can be of help to you, if I can be of encouragement to you, please reach out. I would love to come alongside you and help you. Again, I want to wrap up this podcast with scripture because my words fail, but God's doesn't. So close your eyes and just hear the words. In Psalm 121, it says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he watches over Israel will not he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is the shade on your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming out, your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. Hey, my friends, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your friend, and I'm here to serve. How can I help? Stay tuned for another episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.